Welcome to Fitzarns Property Exchange, hosted by Pearl Skeltimer, designed to keep you informed and captivated about the South African residential property market. Subscribe to our channel today and enjoy conversations with some of the most influential, innovative and interesting industry experts, stakeholders and scheme executives as they render input in today's property market. Good day all, I'm Pearl Skeltemar, the CEO of Adani Estates, and today I have the great privilege to speak to Pepe Kriya. This lady is something different completely. She's currently working at a huge financial institution in property equity division. This girl has a NQF6, an advanced credit diploma. She's a certified commercial property practitioner, She's an, in asset management of immovable property. She's in facility management of immovable property. She's in possession of a, of a IAPSA diploma in insolvency law. And she is a certified associate in project management. Wow, Pepe, that's quite impressive. Thank you so much for joining us today. Would you mind giving us a little bit of background of what you currently do? Uh, yes, hi Paul, uh, good afternoon and good afternoon to all our listeners um, and thank you for having me. Um, yes, I have quite a list of um, qualifications and I can just say that I was very fortunate and very blessed to land with a company that gave me the opportunity to study. Uh, I started studying at the age of 42 and Yes, uh, I was able to achieve those for you, qualifications. So, Paul, in my career, I have dealt with, and I'm still dealing with the operational management and selling of different types of commercial properties and um, dealing with residential communities. I also have dealt with commercial property companies in distress and I was all, I'm also involved with valuation reports on the communal, commercial properties in my portfolio. So in my personal capacity, I'm an investor together with my son in residential properties. And I have been a scheme executive for some years. You've not only been that, you've also been the chairperson of some of the body corporates for Zan Estates Manage. And what a privilege it is to have you on board with all this knowledge. Great stuff. So how did you get involved in property? Was it mainly for investment purposes? Um, my, son, my son was asking me for a number of years to get involved with him in investment properties. And at that time, I didn't have the knowledge of commercial properties and investment properties. And the unknown was scary for me. Then by default, I got involved in commercial properties and commercial developments and real estate in 2005 as part of my job. That was when I joined the commercial property division in uh, the company that I work for. By 2007, my son and I started investing in residential properties. 
we started very small and we had a specific plan in mind to support my uh, retirement income. And that is how I got involved in, oh. in properties. Great. I'm sure a lot of listeners can relate to this. So what made you decide to become a scheme executive? Were you concerned about the management of your investment? You know, the first few years of having investment properties was extremely difficult to become involved. I was working long hours and I was studying part-time. However, the more I learned about the financial and maintenance management of the properties through my work and my studies, the more I realized that I should take ownership of ensuring the proper management of, of our investments. So when I reached the point of having better working hours, I decided to become actively involved in the management of our investments. And that was when I basically nominated myself to become a scheme executive. My view at that point in time was that I could be part of the board of trustees for a year or two and if I'm comfortable that my investment was managed properly, I could move on. It was, however, not that easy. Ladies and gentlemen, can you hear? This lady is definitely one with a plan. So, as the chairperson of quite a few schemes, did you choose to do so merely to protect your interest or did you have other reasons to do so? Well, once the trustees are elected at the AGM, they decide who the chairperson will be. I'm, comf mm -hmm. I'm quite comfortable to be or not to be the chairperson, and it is good practice to rotate the position amongst members. My requirement for a chairperson is that the person must have the knowledge and the skills to lead and guide a team with important decisions, especially regarding the finances and the maintenance. It is, though, quite challenging to persuade members to attend a, an AGM, not to even mention to become a scheme executive. I realise more True, and more yes. that there is an urgent need for more involvement by members or homeowners to be part of the management of the scheme. Unfortunately, with investment properties, it is quite common that owners live in another region, in the country, or even overseas. Yes, you are quite right. So we can't avoid this topic. Lockdown. Oh my gosh. Did you expect something like this to happen? Absolutely no. If there's any person in South Africa that expected the pandemic and the subsequent lockdown, I would like to be in a discussion with that person. Uh, I would want to know why didn't they warn us. So this is a very challenging time for all of us. And, and I can imagine that, you know, in level five of lockdown, it must have been terrible for people that stayed in a flat or a room and not being able to go outside, like someone who stays in a yeah. home or a garden. I'm sure that must have been really challenging for them. And that brings us to the importance of, of our caretaker and our scheme executives. Um, you know, they are important in this period to oversee that all the stakeholders in the scheme behave as required by the government. I am by nature a person that will find an opportunity in any, in any adversity 
And I'm so glad that lockdown presented us with an opportunity to do things remotely. I'm really hopeful that we will get more members involved by having virtual meetings, especially the members that do not stay local. Wow, Pippi. In most discussions I have, I only hear about challenges. It is really refreshing to hear from your side that you refer to those as opportunities. There you go, girl. So, would you say during these challenging times, or shall I say times of opportunity, that it was more or less difficult to manage the schemes that you are involved in? Well, I cannot say that the lockdown made it more challenging than normal. I can only thank our managing agent for giving us such good service and guidance. For them and for me, it is business as usual. Meetings can now be done virtually and it saves us the traveling time as well as exposure to crime, given that meetings are mostly held after hours. I must however yeah. say that being a scheme executive at the number of schemes, it does take a toll on your personal and work time. Yes, it does. But we are so glad to have you on board at Fitzan. Wow. So, to the members of your scheme, do you find it noticeable that more members or owners struggle to settle their monthly contributions or levies during this period? Well, it is always of concern if the expected income is not realized for the scheme. The relationship between the scheme executives and the managing agent must be such that there's an open communication line between them to discuss real levies when it becomes a real problem. If a member did not receive the full salary for the lockdown period, I'm sure a repayment structure that worked for both parties can be arranged. These are difficult times and uh, we have to be accommodating during the lockdown. You have partly answered my next question. So what I wanted to ask was, does this concern you, the, the non or slow payment? Could you perhaps just elaborate a bit more on this? Yes, actually, you know what? We are all in this together. Any person who did not have to take a pay cut during lockdown or even lost his income can consider himself extremely fortunate. Arrears that resulted from the lockdown period must be treated differently from normal times. It must, however, be managed tightly. If a repayment agreement must be put in place and the member has to abide by that agreement. In normal situations, there's a set process to be followed by the managing agent in the case of arrear levies. And the scheme executives rely on the managing agent to follow that process and to recover outstanding levies as quickly as possible. Sometimes a tall order, but yes, that's the way to go. So do you have advice to other scheme executives or chairpersons on how to deal with a similar situation at their schemes? Um, as for the real levies during lockdown, my advice to other scheme executives is to be human in their approach we are going through an exceptional period, try and agree on a workable repayment structure with members that are in arrear due to lockdown loss of income. As long as a member is committed to stick to the arrangement, all is well. If we refer to normal times, 
scheme executive must be must ensure that there is a certain process in place for the recovery of a real levies and that the managing agents must manage it tightly i would say the managing agent must make very sure that they use a reputable attorney for the legal process because those costs can run away with you and for years nothing could happen that's so true i just had a conversation recently with an attorney that also explained the difficulty in collecting levies at this point in time and his advice was also to rather engage in trying to get to a plan where we have a win-win situation. So, would you say that the support or services rendered by a managing agent is, is important to scheme executives? I honestly don't know what we would have done without our managing agent, especially during lockdown. The assistance and guidance is most valuable. They guide us through all the statutory and legal requirements for us as scheme executives. I strongly advise that the scheme executives do not just cancel the managing agent if they are not satisfied with their service. First try and change to a different portfolio manager within the company, and that will most probably solve your problem. If one person does not give good service, it does not mean the company is poor with their service. Further to that, I would advise scheme executives to always treat their portfolio manager fairly and professionally. During my time as a scheme executive, I've been exposed to real, real poor behavior by some executives. Unfortunately, that's very true. But you are also right. If you have the correct support and the correct portfolio manager attending to your problems, then all of this would be minimized. My last question to you, how much do you value training for yourself and that of other scheme executives? I think if one look at um, how much I've studied since I joined my current company at the age of 42, I started studying. I'm absolutely a person for self-development. So, you know, training for me is absolutely essential. In a perfect world, every scheme executive should go for training within their first three months of being an executive. The laymen on the street do not know about the statutory requirements. They, they do not know about business principles. So it's very important they go for training. It is, however, challenging to force people. It is interesting to note that even if the executives do not have to pay for training, a lot of them do not have the desire to spend one day of their personal time for such training. I think it's a good idea for a chairperson after being in a position for two years to coach one of the other trustees to step up to that position. Well, Pepe, I certainly take my hat off to you. 42 and then started to study and you have accomplished all of this. Quite amazing. That is awesome. Thank you so much for spending time with us. Ladies and gentlemen, as you've heard, training is essential. Please visit our website. Uh, we have an online certified training course for scheme executives, which I certainly think would benefit most of you. Thank you and we'll talk again.
Thank you for having me, Pearl. This was Fitzarns Property Exchange, hosted by Pearl Skeltimer. Not only do we keep you informed on the very latest in the property industry, we also empower by expanding your knowledge base. Make sure to visit www.fitzarn.co.za to find out more about sectional title scheme management, letting, sales and trustee training. Remember to subscribe to our channel and follow us on all our social platforms.